What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Sean Ellis Rogers, the podcast where I, your host, Sean, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and replace stand culture with the protocol of the Human Resources Department. Join me five days a week as I dissect your favorite shows while getting to know my favorite content creators and personalities through their connections to reality TV. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Sean Ellis Rogers, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They're a cast member of the new show coming to OMS TV, Stylish. They're also a recording artist with a confirmed new album, Hawk Season Volume 2, on the way. And I, for one, cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender, or lack thereof, in between, join me in welcoming to the show, tell it how are you doing sir i am doing great actually it is a new year's eve i'm ready to start popping the bottles how about you <laughs> i am feeling good i'm feeling blessed i feel like 2023 it's it's my year and i never say that like i know all the girls are like 2023 is my year i'm gonna revolution i'm gonna change the world in 2023 and i'm like no i just want to like make it through 2023 but this is the first year i'm walking into it with like new opportunities things to look forward to projects on the table deals in the works i feel really good going into the year so i really actually Absolutely. feel like 2023 is a year for me I don't know if it's my year, but it's a year for me. And you know, I have to strongly agree because I don't know what it is about 2022. I think I took a lot of time to sit back, watch and observe and see what I wanted to do moving forward. Like 2023, I'm not even gonna say it's gonna be my year. 2023 is the year of setup. I'll be setting everything up for the full year of 2023 for 2024 because preparation, is key and I feel like that's what I've been missing this whole time I kind of just be going month to month like how people go month to month with their rent like I go month to month with my career like okay we're gonna do this this week okay we're gonna do instead of planning in ahead so all 2023 I'm gonna be networking working on proper marketing getting in these DJ spaces promoter spaces doing what I need to do so 2024 we run this shit period Exactly. Periox, period. Thank you and good night, children. Now, on that note, inform my audience who is Tell It? Okay, Tell It is, first of all, I added vision because I, I just was wondering didn't... if that was a thing or not. I should have asked be Absolutely. before. My apologies. Oh, no, you're fine. See, it hasn't been added to all of the platforms yet, so I still do go by Tell It. And, you know, eventually you'll get Television on 
across the platforms. But um, as of now, you know, tell us, mm-hmm. just so we don't confuse the audience, you know, um, until television is actually brought to the music and he will be on Hog Season Volume 2. So Volume 1 was very much so tell it and Volume 2 will be the introduction of tell it vision. So they are... <laughs> from Chicago, uh, musically inclined. I started out um, doing singing. Um, I was a lead vocalist in the church and also in the high school choir as well. Um, I also played in the band. I was able to play the trumpet um, as well as I was in the percussion uh, drum line. So I played the cymbals. I was actually the section leader. Um, and now I have a little dance background um, with cheering. I was the captain of the cheerleading team in high school as well. And, um, you know, all around, real involved in the community of cheer. I coached the um, little league team that we had in um, in my in Harvey, which was my hometown, um, the Mean Streets, uh, which was the all-star team. So I got real involved with, I'll say, entertainment at an early age. And um, I knew that I would fall in love with it. So when I created Tell It, I was like, this will be the person that will be able to exude all of my entertainment endeavors, if you will. Like, and then it's like, give me a step. Like Tristan, he's working. That's my real name. He's working. He's doing his thing. He works nine to fives. He doesn't feel pressure to do nothing. But then television, period. That's the music. That's the model. That's the the actor, the dancer. Like it's coming. So. Um, Television is just your all-around entertainer. Um, and, you know, I just hope y'all ready for it. But more importantly, the lyrics is on point. And that's a fact. <laughs> when did you know you were talented? Um, I knew I was talented seriously when... Um, let me see... I want to include playing basketball because that was over time learned. So I really, I'll say for what I love to do, um, I knew I could dance and sing and shit from when I used to be in my room back in the day, maybe like fourth grade. And in Chicago, it's this big thing called Walla Cam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They be hip rolling and bobbing and all type of shit. So I used to be, of course, mimicking them and then the dancers start coming out jerks. So I started to know, I'm like, oh, I got a little bit of rhythm. And then singing certain songs, I'm like, oh, I kind of hit that note a little bit. Oh, I, I was sounding kind of good right there. And I started to take it serious when I was like in high school. I'm like, okay, now, well, not high school, but like middle school. Like that's when I joined the church choir. And I started to see, okay, cool. You, you, you low key can do this. They want you to solo. They asked me to do this. They asked me you to lead the altos. Like, you know, you you may have something going, you know? Like, you start to kind of, like, see, like, oh, shit. Like, maybe I'm not just doing something, especially when people get to requesting you. Once you request it, um, it gives you a bit of confidence to know, like, oh, shit, maybe I maybe I did do a good job, you know? Like, <laughs> so Absolutely. around then is when I start knowing, like, okay, you're not, regular like you actually can do things especially like I said when you get called for shit like requested like oh can you lead this and can you be the soloist for this that's when you know like okay you got that shit on like period they want you (laughs) so what so can you remember the moment when you realized oh this is this is more than just something that I'm good at this is something that I'm supposed to be doing with my life like when was 
the moment that you can remember that you decided to make this like the thing that you were going to do with your life? Um, I made that decision. Um, it was 2018, um, the summer. I was I was already like hinting at it because all through college, I would be doing like freestyles and all different kind of little stuff. Never recorded nothing though because I never saw myself. I was like more. I wasn't who I am today. I was more of a like trade because I was, but I was out. But Come I didn't on, know trade. nothing. Gay. Right, but I didn't know nothing gay because I came from being like straight to meeting my. He was my best friend at the time, but now we're together. But met him, and then he opened me up to the, a little bit of like flamboyant. So I went from being completely boy. So it was a like whole transition. So it was like understanding, like okay, period. Maybe I, I completely get what you mean. My you husband went through the like, same transformation when we got together. Okay, yeah. It's like yeah, like you don't know. Like I didn't see myself being a, a musician because I was like, you know, didn't when you see the musicians, you're like, okay, they obviously fit into a serial they straight they gangster they this they that and I, I wasn't under that I'm like I'm just me and now I know that I, I'm gay and I like feminine flamboyant shit and mm-hmm. I didn't think I really could do it at all so I'll just keep it a buck with you I really didn't start seeing that I possibly really could do it until like <laughs> really like last year I was just kind of doing it to just see what I could do mm-hmm. and see if I could like do it like dropping the photo shoots dropping the song seeing what kind of reaction people get what they think um so really up until last year i really was like okay i think we could make some actual money off of this like if i, I created this song that's not out yet well pushed it and um it's a remix to the fairly odd parents and it's actually a song where i'm actually um singing and rapping and you get actual singing, not like Drake singing. No, it's three-part harmonies mm-hmm. in there. You're getting the full um, television experience on that song. I feel like it shows everything. When I heard that, and then I let certain people listen to it and heard their response and reaction and shit, I was like, okay, I can create music. I need to be doing this. I can get some money from this. But at first, I didn't think I could do it. Up until last year. <laughs> wow. I love yeah. that. Okay, so tell me about your writing process then, because you have a whole album out, right? Mm-hmm. And like you've been doing music for a while, but now mm-hmm. you're like really in the mode of like this is what you're doing, like like right. this is you and your presentation, right? So tell me about your writing process. How do you actually go about creating your music? Pretty much, what I do is um, when I I hear a beat that I really like, I instantly think of how many flows can I do with this. And what is attention getting? What is like, what am I, what vibe am I going with? Like, am I going like drill? Am I going um, club banger? Am I going, you know, um, soft message, like inspirational? Like, what is it giving? Once I realize what target audience, I then pick what flow would match that best. Like, if we're going to do a twerk song, I'm probably going to go with something a little more slower and ratchet on the delivery so they can hear me. Like, show that ass, bitch. Show that, like, something like that. Whereas if you're doing something like, 
I don't know, like I like to get lyrical, so I may do something that's drill or something that's like message and I'll pick something more faster that'll get people involved. So that's that kind of gets the start of it. And then I kind of like fill in with the music from freestyling and I kind of take the idea of the freestyle. So with whatever comes out the best is what I go with. And then I kind of just fill in from there. So everything might not make sense when I had said it in that time, but once I, you know, go back and plug the words in, then I'd be like, okay, cool. I make it make sense in other words. Nice. Totally get that. Now it's a weird way, but it works. Look. <laughs> you know, we all have our processes because I, because I, because I, I um have made music too. I, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that I do music because big. Because I'm not actually active in music right now, but I do have a mixtape out. But oh, period. The writing process is so like my own process is kind of weird too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have a set process. It just depends on what's happening in the moment. Like I can think mm-hmm. of a lyric and then just write a verse off of that, mm-hmm. making hear a beat and that'll spark something. Or mm-hmm. somebody can give me a topic and then I'll write off of that. It just kind of like depends on what's going on at the time. So I've never really okay. had a set writing process. That's why I always ask people who who, who do music because I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't have a process. I just write music. What I can say from writer to writer that I can I can I can actually connect with each one of those because I've done it off that too. Like hearing ideas, hearing words, hear hear a song that somebody say a piece of and they didn't push it <clears throat> and they made them think it was all of that and I may have been like, Oh, that was T. Let me run that back. Like, um yeah, so I can agree with that. But my, my go to if I if I'm like, Okay, you if you were to hit me today and be like um, hey, can you get on this feature? I need this back by two. By what time is it right now? You like? I need this back by three o'clock. I be like, okay, cool. So I will go ahead and play the beat a couple times and think of how many flows. Go see what the idea of the song. Listen to it and see exactly what you're talking about and what you were going for. If there's any hidden messages, anything that I can pull out of the song that would, you know, pull out of your message that would enhance the song's idea, and then I write from there. So we kind of similar um, on the writing thing. So I guess I could pretty much say I'm kind of, you know, shit, no no set, but my go-to is that I'll say. So that was a good breakdown you had did. Okay, period. Yeah, you can do what I can. You know, we you know, <laughs> trying to be professional around here. You know, I'm just trying to be the Black Oprah. <laughs> Come on, Black Oprah. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean. Absolutely. You know, I'm just trying to be the black Oprah. You know, just doing things. You know, trying to make an impact. Mm-hmm. Look, just the well, who's your one. Not, not not crushing people. Not crushing people. Not bone Look, crusher, but absolutely. just crushing. Just crushing. <laughs> well, who's your top five? Top five rappers. Um, you can do top five rappers, top five singers, both, or do a mix of the two. I, since you do both, I'll, I'll I'll let you choose. Okay, well, I'll give the I'll do separate. Um, let them use. Period. Let me let them use. So of course, my number one is has to be Nicki Minaj. It's just the way she does it for me. Um, it, I don't know the way she put her shit together. It just, it, 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 it's to me, it's musically perfect. It's correct. I'll never see her doing nothing wrong. Um, my number two is Lil Wayne. I've never heard him not say something that wasn't a bar. Like everything he says is a bar. Like the niggas are walking, fucking, 
rapping machine. Like something's wrong with him. Um, my number three is Ludacris. His delivery, his style, um, his ability to um, enunciate and put um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, emphasis on certain words without interrupting his flow. Um, putting like a little bit of almost like what Nicki Minaj do too, putting a, a lot of personality into it. Um, really draw me to him. I love Ludacris. Um, he damn near could be number one, but when I come, I'm, I'm giving it that skill level. But he, Lil Chris, is definitely one of my faves. Um, number four, we're getting tough now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, them top three is my match, period. Number four, okay. mm. Mm. here we go. Okay, um. Mm-hmm. No, I'm, I'm gonna just go ahead and um, give my number four to um, Twister for sure, and, and then Ooh. I'm gonna have Busta Rhymes. Um, even, and I'm uh, fuck it, we just gonna leave it in that order. I'm not even gonna debate about it, but they both great. Uh, Twister, I feel like uh, I like Twister because I'm a big fan. You know, he's from Chicago. And I'm a big fan of fast rapping. Um, I like Eminem too, but that's what the debate was about. I couldn't figure out who I was gonna fit in there. But Eminem is a nice. strong six. But um, I really like the way oh, Kanye West forgot about him. But you know, it's just uh, <laughs> okay. So this is how we're gonna do this. All right, here we go. Do you just want to do a top ten? No, just give me uh, a top ten. No, we top five in it. No. Nicki Minaj, Lil Wayne, Ludacris, Busta Rhymes, Kanye West. Period. I love that. Okay, period. Because I was battling too hard. Like you know, it was a, it was a battle, and then all the songs start playing in my head of each one battling. Like, <laughs> see, this is why I separate and do top five male rappers, top five female, because we have a very similar top five. It's similar. Because yes, because my top five women. My 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 top five women are Nikki, Missy, mm-hmm. Eve, Debrat, and Absolutely. and you ain't gonna get Foxy up here. I I Foxy is in the top ten. Okay, but not top light snuff tough for top five. She's number okay. six. Mm-hmm. Foxy is number six, but MC Light is number five for me. Okay. I'll, Just like I'll, Queen Latifah I'll, would be number seven for me. Queen Latifah definitely is number seven for sure. See what I mean? Yeah. See, no, our top five is exactly alike. Um, definitely. Uh, if only person I feel like could do a versus with Nicki Minaj and actually have a actual head to head is Missy Elliott. Like Missy Elliott could potentially win. She could potentially win the versus against Nicki Minaj. She's the only one. I feel like she could because not only does Missy have the artist bag and the catalog of hits of her own to mm-hmm. go with it? Like, like, Missy has a versus set of just her own music. She got 20 she, hits by herself. She needs and to go then she herself. has another 20 <laughs> of hits she's written and produced. That's okay. what I'm like, Missy is going to smoke Nicki. No shade. Love, I no love Nicki down. But love, you got to yeah. figure out which lane you you going with because you got like she got a whole 20 just off of her album and mm-hmm. then she got a whole nother 20 talking about 702 total tweet 
Fucking black, like. <laughs> now nah, you, no, nah, don't get me on Missy because when you when instantly when you said Nikki, of course Missy checkmate. I, Missy is <laughs> definitely like Missy rap back. Can we just like give a little Missy rap appreciation backwards? Backwards. The bitch said, "Yes, yes, 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 yes." I'm like, what? No, she did we wrap her own shit backwards. Like, what type of drug were you on that said, made you say, I'm gonna rap this first and then I'm going to rap it backwards? Like, damn, bitch. I'll like, take she, two. I'll take two. <laughs> I'll have what she's having, darling, and make it a double. Shit, play with me. And then my top five men. <laughs> now, this is where it gets funky for me. Because okay. my 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 own top five men, mm-hmm. Tupac, Ludacris, okay. yeah, Ja Rule, oh. Busta, mm-hmm. and then Ooh, the fifth man gets so, get so shaky. Most death. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I forgot all about most death, but I can see. Okay, I can see why you put him in there. But I didn't hear I, no Wayne. Wayne is in the top ten. But Wayne doesn't move me. Wayne is just talented. Wayne is just a great fucking rapper. Wayne could literally rap the phone book and it would sound, and he would win a Grammy for it. Absolutely. But that's, but see, like, so like, it's just omnipresent. To me, that's Mm -hmm. like Tony Braxton, right? Okay. Like Tony Braxton can literally sing her name and win a Grammy for it. Yes. She done won Grammys for shit that we didn't even know was out. (laughs) Tony Braxton done won music. She done won Grammys for albums that we didn't even know were released. Like, she's not even in the same. Oh, she got a grip for what? When she did, when that come, last year? Oh my word. Where have I been? Okay, then you go listen to it in the fire. You be like, damn. And it literally sounds like it came out two days ago. Yeah. And I'm like, girl. But see, that, but see, that's also the thing with Toni Braxton. All of her music sounds like it came out last week and last decade at the same time. Absolutely. Like, it sounds so like it came out in the singer? early 2000s. Ooh. Okay. I know this. Women, I can now. do easy. Tony is in there. Brandy is number one. Oh. There's no debate for for me on that. Brandy is number one for me. Period. Point Blanca. Um, Let's see who else we got in there. Uh, Tony, I'll just give her number two because I'm trying to really pull from the entire catalog. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, my top is really... It gets shaky because I don't necessarily choose my top five singers based on vocals. I choose them based okay. on impact on my life. Oh, so, okay. like, my top five includes Grace Jones. Okay? Okay, you play too much. See what I'm saying? Like, Grace <laughs> Jones is not, like, a power balladeer, but Grace Jones is that girl. She, Grace Jones absolutely is that girl. She is that girl. But so Grace five. Jones will forever be in my top five. And then... That's number three. Okay, so four and five, I'm gonna give it to Sylvester and Martha Wash. Okay. 
I don't know. Well, Sylvester, the kids that I don't, don't know who these children are grow up. I, I don't. I, okay, yeah, I don't think I know Sylvester. You don't know you. Go do your homework. Anyway, yeah, I gotta do homework. Just go listen to Sylvester and just thank me later. Okay, period. Thank, just, just, just thank me later. Well, uh, my of course top five is gonna be based off talent because I <laughs> am a big person for talent. So my number one is Mother Whitney. Um, no one is ever in this lifetime or the next. Um, gonna ever be able to effortlessly sing like her like it'll never happen in a billion years um, she was she literally a whistle note. I, absolutely who who else like she sung the national anthem with a smile on her face she snores in a melody like <laughs> play with her like she sweats on B like y'all ain't fucking with Whitney like I'm never <laughs> ever. You better Lilo. Lilo. Okay. okay. I got this. I got this. <laughs> got that. Okay. That's mine. This is mine. Okay. Come on. Gina. Mina. Mina. Who the people? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that will never be another. Okay. I love, man. Whitney down. Um, Number two. I most certainly have to give it to Miss Mariah. Um, like I said, I'm on I'm on the talent. Um, I also have to go with Miss Jasmine. She's most certainly yes. Jasmine Ooh. Sullivan. She's doggish. Um, and, and, and it's just like I feel like she could just sing. Like she opens her mouth, it just be it, it's happening. And I've tried mm. to sing her type of songs. And you know, even when I was in my prime. And um, I just couldn't like get it like how I wanted to have it. I could sing it nice, but not like jet. Like she got the soul, and you feel it. And it's kind of like, oh, girl, why? Jasmine Sullivan this makes her? you feel like you ain't never been through nothing. Okay. <laughs> like she make you feel like you ain't never been through shit. Like she make you feel like your problems ain't shit. Like okay. Jasmine, <laughs> you feel like you ain't nobody. Like she got that Hello. Mary J. Blige thing where I don't give a damn what you've been through. Mary done been through worse. Thank you. Okay. She talking about a motherfucker. She busting the window. She ain't scared of no lion tiger to bed. That bitch walked through the jungle for that nigga. Fuck you like talking not. about. Like girl. Like, girl. She done ran in these too many circles trying to hold this nigga down, child. Ooh, now girl. she done gave that nigga 10 seconds. 10 nah, seconds. Nah, nah she's about to blow the whole motherfucking building up. She's done. She's had it. Now she's traveling the world just telling hotels. Now she in her whole era. Work, bitch. Like, who else? Who else? Who else want a Grammy being a host, bitch? Tell me who. Tell me. Tell me Um, who. Like, girl. Oh, Jesus. I got to throw my girl, Jill Scott, in there. Um, Oh, I'm going to her tour next year. I have I've already, I've already picked day. I'm trying to tickets next time. I am going. You going? I'm there. <laughs> Talking about you might as well just already say I'm sitting down there. Your life already picked my seat. Like I've yeah. got my snacks. Okay. <laughs> yes, I've got my okay. snacks. I picked out my Rillos and all. It's going Period. down. 
Talking about I got my cocktail um band on, so they'll know Radish. my cocktail wristband, they'll know. Yeah. Absolutely. Went to um, renew my driver's license, so when they called me, it's brand new and fresh. Right. Clean picture. Yeah, done. Bought me a new wig for it and all. Yeah, we're going. Yeah. Um I love Jill Scott. Um and I gotta it's real tough because it's a lot of people that I wanted to put in my top five that I feel like I made some singers. Um, but I have no other choice but to give this last one to Je- uh, Je- uh, Jennifer Hudson because that bitch does her due deals. Uh, she do a lot of yelling sometimes and that blows me. However, <laughs> um, <laughs> when she, she like Patty LaBelle, like Patty LaBelle took her ass off. But sometimes that yelling just really irks my soul. Don't let my husband hear you say that because he'd be ready to fight me every time I say it's candy. Don't you holler and forget her lyrics. Oh, but, but she just be howling, child. But I like and it's it beautiful howling. It is right. beautiful howling. She howls in a beautiful was- melody. Did you hear when they was both hollering on that, uh, uh, what was that, that, uh, shit? When they put her, Fantasia, all of them on there for that, um, what was that they were doing? I know you know, they, it went viral, because Jennifer Hudson and Patty was both yelling on the stage. What was it? Damn, I wish, I wish I remember what it was, but they was all doing a tribute. It was a tribute for her. I don't fucking know. Fuck it. Anyways, they was doing a tribute and all of them powerful singers was up there on the stage and all you hear is Jennifer Hudson. I'm like, Jennifer, come on, girl. Effie. Okay, Effie. Goodness. Goodness. Like, but yeah, I give it to Jennifer, but, um, also, I also think that Hallie, uh, Hallie Bailey, um, I feel like she, of course, not n- not Whitney, but she's definitely, could, it keeps going and doing her due deal. She's baby Whitney. The bitch can sing effortlessly. And, and, I can and totally see that. It touches. Like, she sung that um, Can You Feel the Love Tonight shit. <laughs> Don't even. When that commercial came out, when they dropped the trailer, all I heard was, <laughs> like a bitch, I bust the entire fuck out crying. Like yes. I didn't get past the first note. She didn't get a syllable. Out. Oh, Hold Baby. on, wait. She. Oh my word. Tore that down. Like I beg, please. Like I when I was saying, I was like. I could listen to that in the car. Like, tell me, ask me again. Can you feel the love tonight, bitch? Ask me again, okay? But that's why I find it so hard to choose the top five singers based on just vocal abilities. Because I could go all over the place. I could go yes. Terrell Hicks, Minnie Ripperton, Denise Williams, Eddie Gladys, Dion You can't Warwick. even put her in there. Don't even do Minnie like that. Cause she she's that's not competing with these girls. She that's she's not a top five girl. She's an iconic, legendary staple, sweetie. She that's she doesn't. I'm like I can't yeah. go by vocals because the girls I would choose can't be in a top five. Like uh-uh. I wouldn't put Whitney in a top five. I wouldn't put Jasmine Sullivan in a top five. Well, I'd be putting her in a top five just because she's younger. But Whitney, yeah, okay. I'm not putting her in a top five. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not doing True. that. 
Okay, Mariah either, honestly. Mariah shouldn't be on the She shouldn't be. But she, girls, not, uh, girl, no, no, Tia. But like, no, girls ain't carrying like Mar. It, like, okay, don't get me wrong. I do feel like it's a shame that Ariana Grande can give her a run for her money. Um, but I do still have to give because you know I'm big on talent. I have to give credit where it's due. Um, and Mariah was she was that girl when she was that girl and she was singing her fucking ass off live and she was the originator of Ariana Grande's vocal trajectory absolutely no she is she absolutely is that that we won't take away but you know shit it is what it is you know new shit and not to mention like it's and the reason why I I would take Mariah Carey out of top five Mm -hmm. is because had it not been for Mariah Carey we would have never gotten like R&B girls and rappers doing songs together like that whole like getting the rapper on your big song like that would have never happened had Mariah Carey not pulled old Dodie Bastard like that was Mariah that was Mariah she started that she started that with the honeys and the fantasies and that was her and her label pushed to get Tommy Mottola did not like that shit the fact that Until she was the shit blew up. on the R&B tracks. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, it was great. Like, because they was like, who the fuck is an old, dirty bastard? Who was he? Like, what, like, like, what are we doing? And she, mm-hmm. and she, and she was just like, trust me, just, just, just let me do my thing. Next mm-hmm. thing you know, me and Mariah go back like babies and pass the phone. Yeah. Yeah. I know yeah, that was a she, moment to be alive for because you know I wasn't born yet. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, let me enjoy it since your ass was there because I was there. Okay, that's why I'm, I, that's baby, why I just I enjoyed there. the story. Okay? Yeah. Yes, I went, good old days. She literally changed music. Yes, she did. Mariah's that girl. That's why I always, you know, give her her due deals. But, you know, um, I don't feel like there'll never be another. She owns Christmas. Like, she goes number one every year. You that bitch when every time of the year, we all know. Everybody knows. Don't drop no music around November because if you plan on going to more. Because Mariah Carey is going number one every Christmas, honey. It's going to keep happening because no one's coming to take that nobody's taking that from her and it ain't even her song it's a remake but she ate it up swallowed it shitted it out and and now it's just on repeat you know what's crazy all i want for christmas is you is an original song mariah wrote that it's original it's hers she wrote that in like 15 minutes I swear, oh, so they be, I thought it was a song before her. I thought she was doing the cover. Uh-uh, she did a whole Christmas album that I think had covers on it, but all I want for Christmas is you, she actually wrote that song. It just sounds like a classic. It, it sounds does. like something that's been around since the 1860s. It does. That's why I thought it was the older song. Mm-hmm. Child. Oh, damn. She had, ju- oh, so she just made this shit. Like, this is Oh wow! That song is. Oh no, honey! All I want for Christmas is you. Is almost as old as I am. That song came out in 
the 90s? Right. That's that. But I'm saying I, you would think that shit came out like it was a. I thought it was like an older song that she remade. Um, Damn. The more she you wrote know. that song in 15 minutes, she didn't want to do it. She was like, because you know, back in those days, well, you don't, but back in those days, people didn't do Christmas albums by choice. They did that when, you know, your career was on the downslide and, you know, you needed a coin to, <laughs> to fulfill your label contracts and the girls needed to recoup. Right? So Mariah was like, girl, I don't, <laughs> I'm hot shit. Why do I need to do a Christmas album? Like, why? She's mm-hmm. she, she's not that girl. Like mm-hmm. like she's the vision of love. Like why right. why are we doing Christmas albums? And they convinced her to do it, and she literally wrote Christmas. That's what she it wrote, is. She rewrote Christmas. Yeah. Boom. But that shit crazy. I thought that was some traditional shit, and she just hopped on the wave. And since she was that girl at the time, they let her keep it. Hell no, nah, she damn okay, Miss Mariah. The more you know. The more you know. This has been your Eat True Hollywood story. I am your host, Sean Ellis Rogers, and I appreciate you all for tuning in. <laughs> but no, so, okay. Well, taking the legends out, period. My top five is Jasmine Sullivan, Jennifer Hudson. Um, I'll throw in there Hallie Bailey, because I feel like she's amazing. Um... Ariana Grande. And one more would be <sighs> Okay. Now this one is gonna be shaky, but I feel like I it's because she birthed a whole like nation of girls, like the the whole Kalani, Queen Niger, Summer Walkers, the um all of that. Janae Aiko started that shit period. Um, fair. Huh? Fair. You think you said fair? Yes, that's fair. Period. Yeah, I feel like she started it. I do like Summer Walker and them, but because it's Janae Aiko's sound and she's more versatile with her sound, like she can do the Don't Be Surprised Baby It's Just Me and she can do the If Your Dude Come Close To Me He Gonna Wanna Ride Out In The Ghost Like Pop Type Shit. I haven't really heard. Uh, I mean, SZA do it on other... SZA's, SZA's cool, but I don't know if SZA can out-song Janae Aiko. What you think? Um, it depends on what you're talking about. Because okay. vocally, I think she can wear her. But you with a pants? SZA wearing her vocally. And I don't mean like without debate. I just mean as far as range goes, I think that SZA is willing to stretch more vocally than Janae is because Janae doesn't have to. Janae, uh, Janae Aiko makes the nastiest shit sound so pretty. Mm-hmm. I've never heard a woman sing about her pussy and it sound like a lullaby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um... I, so, okay. but with a pen, I think Janae Aiko is going to run her. But no I don't shame. know if she going to get her because I don't think that SZA outsung Doja Cat on Kiss Me More. I don't think that either. I didn't say that. That wasn't my opinion. No, I was just saying. <laughs> I, don't think she, 
she I don't think I don't know. Well, you know, maybe maybe that's not fair because Doja Cat is can actually sing for real. For real. She could have actually. I she think Doja not. can sing. I just I like like Doja is one of those girls that she's like to me she's a rapper that can sing and she's not a singer that can rap. Like Lizzo is a singer that can rap. Understandable. Doja is a rapper that can sing. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, I'll take that. So you, because, well, I don't, I feel like Doja's singing. I never hear Lizzo rap for real. So I don't know why. That's my started. point. That is my entire point. Because I've never heard yeah. Lizzo rap. But everybody is so insistent on calling her a rapper that I'm like, make y'all, y'all must have heard this Lizzo mixtape that I've never heard. <laughs> so I'm going to just let y'all have it. And just, like, Every time somebody calls Lizzo a rapper, I say spit a Lizzo 16 right now. <laughs> spit a little spit a Lizzo 16 right spit the a fuck Lizzo now. 16. Spit a Lizzo 16. Give me 16 right bars by Lizzo. Now. <laughs> I'm still waiting. And I'm next time waiting. somebody tries me. Next time somebody tries me, I'm pulling it. Spit it now. Spit me a little bit. Spit a Lizzo verse. Right now. <laughs> I want to hear it. Because if you tell me spit a Nikki verse, it's done. Hello. Spit a Kim verse, it's done. Hello. An Eve verse, it's done. But when it comes to Lizzo, why men grab so they gotta be? What? I think they trying to say, I just took a DNA test, found out I'm a hundred percent that bitch. Even when I'm going crazy, yeah, I got boy problems, that's the human in me. But that still give me singing so though. Is that Janae Aiko a rapper now too? <laughs> so Janae Aiko a rapper too? I'm finna end this. <laughs> I just need to know, where's the line? Cause if that's the case, Cassie been a rapper. <laughs> Cassie been spitting for years, and y'all need to give her her plaques. Okay? <laughs> she needs to be re-entered. Stop playing with Mila J. She needs to be re-entered into the damn um, categories as rap. Y'all owe Cassie and Brittany then for best rap album. Oh my goodness. Because when she oh made music God. to numb your brain, she stopped the whole summer. Ugh. You... Get on my nerves. Talking about okay, so Janae, are you called rapper now? Because <laughs> her first song to me is a but like the whole the whole verse is bars. If y'all do come close to me, you gonna wanna ride off in a ghost with me. I I'm might let your boy show for me, but I'm gonna eat the booty like groceries. But you gotta get rid of these hoes. True, that's the that, that is the same exact thing as the true part. You want yes. a fair point? That's a that's a fair Go point. And Go and listen ahead. to Janae Eichel's verse on Sweetie's Back to the Streets. Okay. Cause I don't listen to Sweetie, so I'm glad you told me to go listen to it and not have you heard. Um Go listen to it. Because I know you haven't heard it. Don't worry about it. Nobody has. But go listen to Sweetie's Back to the Street. Sweetie's supposed to be the rapper and she's singing the whole song. Janae Aiko comes in and spits a nasty verse and hits it. Janae Aiko, is it go rapping now? They might as well put her in there if they're going to put Lizzo in there, child. Shit, Randy wore out Jack Harlow on his own goddamn song. So what, she dropping a mixtape too? Might as well. According to this. 
Well, yeah. This new ladies' I, night is about to look real funky out here. So who you? Who, okay. Now that we done, wait. Are we gonna do top ten men or top five men real quick? You can sure. We on your time. Okay. Let's do. I don't care what nobody gotta say. R. Kelly is number one. You know what? We love, <laughs> we love a hot take, bitch. That went, that went left quick. That went left quick. No, but I will give you that. For talent's sake, like, the nigga is a genius. Talent's sake for his career's sake. Like, now, the shit that went on behind the scenes, I wasn't there. I don't know nothing about that. They got nothing to do with me. I ain't involved. People who are involved with that handle that. People who can help them with that handle that. I can't do anything for them with that. That so is not I'm my not. ministry. <laughs> <laughs> that is not my ministry. So, honey, I'm going to man the business I can, which is if he's putting out good music, e- even that fucking thing he put out, that shit was fire as fuck. I admit it. You, so, so you that listen shit, to I Admit It? How was, I, the, I, how was the I Admit It album? In entirety fat as fuck like I'm I was pissed off when I went and seen that it was removed and that I didn't like screen record each song or something like what the fuck like it was so good and I didn't even get to really memorize none of it like cause I just kind of like listened to the whole thing in its entirety like so only I just remember the one song he was talking about love in the air and it goes so hard like oh my goodness like oh that was a fucking album that was an album something we'll never see from none of these new um r&b guys like Giveon is cute but he could never um give us what <laughs> r kelly is given um r kelly is a beast and it's all around like all the songs hit you he, the he, only he person got... that's out here giving what r kelly is giving right now is trey songs and i'm not talking about music so we're gonna move on okay Trey Song, I don't, I don't like, I don't think Trey Songs can sing. He just fine, and he and been he... like anything Trey Songs has made it since he. I haven't liked anything that Trey Songs has put out since he just had to make it. No shade. Um, just gotta make it was that one for me, and then I was like, oh, 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 oh so we're done here. Got it. I, the only ones that really I did, I can't lie. I, I okay, let me not even lie. He had a couple that you I couldn't help lie. but wait either. Um, I couldn't help but wait. I was making the love faces. We couldn't be friends. Um, you wanted the neighbors to know your name and shit. I most certainly wanted the neighbors to that video. That's when I, that's when he became my man with the panty dropper. Um, neighbors know my name. Oh. I'm like, oh yeah, facts. Oh. But now oh. that was when I was younger. But that's why he's not in my top nothing because he can't sing. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. So I mean, I just, I just. Okay. But yeah, bless him. Right. Bless him, um, take them. Fuck him. R. Kelly Usher. Yes. Undebated. Usher. Mm-hmm. Usher is doggish. Um, here we go. Um, I'm not going to include people like Marvin Gaye because that's not fair. Um, so I'll leave him. He's like Whitney and him. So, um, I'll leave him out. That's fair for me. Like, they're just... 
that there's just people I just yeah like 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 we not bringing Marvin into this. We not bringing Luther into this. Absolutely, like, uh, that's Luther. We're not bringing the Isley brothers into this. Like yeah, like let like like we we just not gonna do that. And see for me, Sylvester is one of those that I'm not gonna bring into this, even though like my top vibes are based on impact instead of talent. So right, but. Yes, I can't. Sylvester is one. I'm gonna send you Sylvester real quick. Go ahead, keep talking. Yeah, send me Sylvester. Um, okay, who I say? R. Kelly, Usher. Um, I'll go ahead and give it to Giveon for number three. Mm Hmm. Um, Giveon can have that. Um, I have to give Chris Brown number four, even though I really don't like his singing all that well, his talent uh, of the actual singing. He can do it and he does a good job at getting it across, but it's more just like a cute boy that can hold a tune. But whoever, if he's writing his own music, uh, his, his music, his lyrics and everything, it hits. Um, when I think of R&B, like Chris Brown definitely eats that up and pop. Um and for number five. Ooh. Mm. You know what? For number five. I don't want to just give it to nobody. Nah, I'm going to just give it to nobody. See? Okay, well, you know what? Okay, 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 okay. Because I was going to run through the whole 90s for you. I was about to say, so where's Maxwell? Where's Tank? Where's Eric Benet? Where is Jodeci? Where's Casey and JoJo? Where is... I was about to say, wait a minute. But see, this is why choosing by talent is hard for me. It's because I can instantly name a top 20. Because... I w- it's between I'm having a fix between I, I wouldn't put uh, I wouldn't oh you said Maxwell Maxwell is up there with the them I wouldn't put him in the top five Maxwell is greatness you'll never get another Maxwell um it's not happening um this woman's work is no please like, I, I, I wouldn't even include him in this um and then and then he not um oh never mind uh Oh, <laughs> Frank Ocean. Work. Love that. Yeah. Okay, I'm, love I'm, that. A, I'm a solid with Frank Ocean. I'll um, take Frank Ocean for the Lonnie Bro mixtape alone. Um, Frank Ocean is supposed to be coming out with some new music. You know, he's going to be he- uh, one of the headliners for. Called Chella, and he's supposed to be coming out with um, some new shit. So we'll see hmm. if we get fed. Let me find out. I might start paying attention to mainstream music again. Oh, you've been off of it. You know, I've been listening to the greats for for for, for so long that it's hard for me to connect to the new girls. You know what I mean? Because it's so much internet drama and so much other. It's just there's so much other stuff happening in hip hop today and in music besides music 
So it's hard for me to connect nowadays because I don't feel like music is actually like promoted and cherished and like appreciated like it once was. So I don't feel like we're we're we're, we're having genuine moments in rap or R and B. Like I feel like people just up and dropping albums just to get out of their contract. People just dropping yeah. shit just to drop it. People get being made to wait two years to drop their shit and then by the time it do drop they don't even give a fuck about the album no more like it's like what happened what happened but that's why I'm still listening to Brandy and and MC Light and LL Cool J Brandy is good that's why I'm still listening to Ice Cube so yeah Ice Cube is definitely on point Tupac is on point. Biggie was on point. I, I don't, you know, sadly enough, I don't like Jay Z's rapping. I don't have a strong affinity for Jay's rapping, but it's kind of like that thing that I was saying earlier about like Lil Wayne. Like he doesn't move me. He's just talented. Like I like like I really didn't start like start loving Jay Z's music until recently. Like I didn't. Like the only Jay Z album that I really, really love is Four Four Four. I don't know. I don't like how he rides the beat. That's fair. Like it's been a hard. Like to me, I just think he's good, but he, but but he's never connected to me for real. Like West chops him up. I can see that. Um, I don't know what Kanye is doing right now because I don't know what that first <laughs> on hot shit was. I, 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 I don't know what like I don't know what Party B paid him but I know she felt like she got jipped no shame. you think she got jipped worse than uh, Megan Thee Stallion with that future though? not at all <laughs> future dog her ass future dog her and not what she get for saying uh, oh never mind wrong rapper but anyway uh, yeah <laughs> she got dog by future future wore her ass out Wore her ass out. And the worst part about it is her is her verses when the song didn't even make up for it. So now I don't like like the song as a whole because your feature is trash. You were trash on it, and then to know that that you paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for for two trash ass verses, girl, you got better things to be doing with your money. You need to be putting that effort towards Carl Crawford and them asking about this contract, sis. No, but for real. Dead ass. Cause you are cool. Now, before we jump off of music, because I want to jump into reality TV, but before we jump off of music, where do you place Alicia Keys? Oh. Alicia Keys is like with the India Ari and the um, Kelly Price and the, you know, she's over there with those girls with the um, like Erica Badu, like you Alicia know, like, Keys is a neo soul girl now. I mean, I just I don't know. I I she just gives not neo soul, but she just her like she just give me more like message music. So I don't see her really like like I mean she got shit like unthinkable, you know all her good hit songs. But I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. 
she just not when I think of her I think like I want to listen to something out the way let me put on some Alicia Keys like you know what I'm saying like well I like Alicia Keys a lot I just put her over there with them like she not in the same music I just put her with them like I like India I read down like but you know I, I get what you mean. I think it's interesting because I want to know how this generation looks at Alicia Keys. Because me and my husband talk about this all the time where mm-hmm. there was a point when we were growing up, mind you, we're 31, it's been, but, but I just project myself to be 50. But there was a point where it seemed like Alicia Keys couldn't make a bad song. Everything she put out was a fucking hit. Like from Fallen to a woman's work to unthinkable to fucking um, no one to mm-hmm. gangsta loving with Eve to like it was like everything she put out was crazy right and then somewhere around girl on fire things took a hard left and mm-hmm. it just seemed like Alicia Keys music changed and she became the message music girl to your point yeah. And it's not like the music is bad. It's just like the public is not receiving Alicia Keys the same anymore. And it's so sad for me because there was a point where Alicia Keys could sneeze and it would go platinum. <laughs> he said, it's so sad for me. <laughs> because I love Alicia. I know I do. <laughs> not checking for nothing she got going on right now. And I love that she out here on her big boy shit. She she out here wearing chains and smoking blunts on drink champs and cursing and shit. I love that vibe. But I feel like, girl, we, we could have got that a, a 10 years ago. She, like, she took, like, she got married and had two kids and found her in a gangster. I was like, girl, wow, where was that when you was doing the song with Eve? But anyway, I just, I just, mm-hmm. I, it really, it, it upsets me to see Alicia Keys' place in music now. God bless her. Shout out to her. Oh. Now, anyway, let's jump into reality TV. And this may come back to music at some point. When did you fall in love with reality TV? Um... I think reality TV fell in love with me. No, I quit. Um, I fell in love what? with her. <laughs> the moment that camera came on. Okay. The um, moment my first check cleared. Okay. Well, I knew that I would like reality TV because I was a big fan. I've always liked the flavor of love. So I've always liked the real chance. Even Ray J show, the bad girls club. I love money. Uh the what they call it? Um all the shit charm school. The bad girls battle shit when they was doing that. I would like the dog. I knew I always knew I liked all that shit. I don't know why I could never really get into love and hip hop and shit like that. That shit used to bore the fuck out of me. But um Huh? Oh my god. Ah that just made me laugh. That was it. I was just laughing. Like that like I didn't like love and hip hop and really like make sure I knew episode to episode until Miami when Trina and, and Bobby Lights and Suki and all them was on there. Um, that's when I actually liked it but watching Rashida and Kirk and 
little scrappy and his mama and all that stuff. It would be funny sometimes and funny moments, but sometimes that shit used to just be like, ugh. So when that did come to the moment where for me to do it, I knew that I would want to be more like, um, not the housewives, because they be boring. They just be reading. And uh, sometimes the reads be vicious. Sometimes they don't. Uh, Nene Leaks, uh, she, she's baddie or whatever, but she used to be getting read a lot um too nice. they used to be checking the shit out of her ass so, like when i was looking at like nini used to be reading bitches you know, and i'm gonna go back and watch the show and i'm like well right here she's actually getting getting her ass handed so, so when you know. were my age you had edges <laughs> <laughs> bitch <laughs> i threw up my entire pancreas when when fucking claudia george said that shit that bitch said, well, you were, <laughs> that bitch said, yes, I am in my 40s, and you look twice as old as I do. Hello. Ah. Hand in the mouth. Oh, child. Now, let me ask, how old are you? 26. All right, so you're not actually that much younger than I am. Mm-hmm, right. That's interesting, because I was like, well, maybe you just didn't connect to the Rashidas and the Scrappies because you weren't listening to their music back in the day. But I guess that mm-hmm. makes that just kind of tells me what a difference five years made. I did listen to their music, but um, I just, you know, like, ugh, I wasn't like... They just weren't giving it to you. I, yeah. Hold on. I didn't get all the way into, like, um, rap. Nicki Minaj was what ushered me into rap seriously. Of course, I always like Lil Wayne, but Lil Wayne's Lil Wayne. You know, you can listen to Lil Wayne. But um, when... He um when Nicki Minaj came out. See, before Nicki Minaj, what you don't know is that like I said, I did choir and shit. So I was more so of a gospel type girl and I liked Hannah Montana a lot. Like a lot, 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 love Hannah Montana. Um not Miley Cyrus, but Hannah Montana. Um specifically. Exactly. I didn't like Miley Cyrus actually. When she started coming out with music, I hated it. Um I was like, where's well, the blonde music? So you, so you were like, where's Miley Stewart? Who's Miley Cyrus? Yeah, absolutely. Like, fuck Miley Stewart. No, put her up too. Bring the bitch with the blonde wig. Where's Hannah? This is what we came for. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I would, I like High School Musical. Ashley Tisdale. Um, that that was me. So you know, when this. So let me ask you then. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Cheetah Girls One World? First of all, the Cheetah Girls in the whole are my life. Um, I must say this now that you're bringing it up. I didn't. I specifically didn't bring up the Cheetah Girls because I didn't want to talk about this. But um, it's a subject for me. Disney Channel lost me with this Cheetah Girl. It's a really sore subject for me, so I gotta bitch about it anytime anybody brings up Disney Channel. I have to go on a rant about it. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Um, because they owe me. I'm just over the fact that I was never, I was Dorinda. Um, that was supposed Work. to be me. And um, I was supposed to be picked, and they chose that girl instead. And I understand what was happening. Um, and I'll never, you know, be the same. Um, I mean, I can agree with you, especially because they whitewashed Dorinda's character. She wasn't white. She was actually black. But anyway, that just, just go back and read the book. That's not... Because y'all don't want me to get started. Because y'all do not want me to get started on the Cheetah Girls. Because, because when I say... Like, I... I am 
the I am a child of Galleria Garibaldi. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> down to the Lynn Whitfield, down to the daddy, down to the Toto, down to like who? Oh, down to the writing my own songs at 15. Like who? Like what? <laughs> and for y'all to sit here and desecrate this glorious woman's legacy like that. Galleria, not Raven Simone. But Galleria. <laughs> How dare you? Galleria now. Not Raven Simone. Galleria, specifically. How could you? Yeah. Like how? Gal- like Galleria carried the Cheetah Girls on her back for two movies. And then y'all gonna fuck around and send this bitch to college when none of these bitches really wanted to re- none of these girls really wanted to do music like that. They just didn't have shit to do after school except Dorinda. Mm-hmm. What was up? Baggy and shit. I was the fuck? Then you put them yeah. in and then you got I'm, fucking I'm sorry, it's a sore subject for both of us like Chanel can't sing Lee babe it wasn't good bro. then they had right. the trying to sing Lee talking about you think that you're up for this I'm like oh girl absolutely not it just I just I was like listen I love Adrian when it comes down to to the 3LW but I was like, girl, I done already seen you get sexy and, you know, doing all of that. Seeing you go from I do want to get close to you and as you get your sex appeal and, I, and, and you know, all of that stuff, you over here dancing in water and your midriff and your booty shorts. Now, all of a sudden, I'm supposed to believe you 15? I'm in a midriff. I was like, listen, I love 3LW, honey. I was tired of the broken promises, promises, too. But I just, I just, I I, I, I it's so upsetting. It's the Cheetah Girls is so upsetting. I just hate what they And the fact that they it should have been all four girls. If they couldn't get all four girls, it shouldn't have happened. But you know, if Whitney was alive, it wouldn't have happened. You know? Whitney would have made sure that Raven Floyd was in there. And you That's know what's crazy? I think I may have this wrong. Let me look this up as I'm... <laughs> As I'm looking it up, I think Whitney Houston was the executive producer of the Cheetah yeah. Girls. That's why I said she was alive. Like, I was like, like y'all, how dare you, hoes? But Disney, we're going to talk about that because after Raven Simone left the um, Disney Channel, it, 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 it got real Caucasian around there. And yeah. um, the way y'all ended up, you know, doing the girls after, after Corbin Blue. Because, you know, Corbin Blue was the last black person to really get some shine over there. Mm-hmm. Then the way y'all... <laughs> the way y'all treated Monique Coleman, I want answers. They tried to do Kiki Palmer. They tried to do that, but then Nickelodeon dropped a bag on her ass and she said, you know what, don't worry about it. Come on, don't worry about I it. I scoot my ass around over to the True Jackson. Okay? Thanks. Anyway... Did you have a reality star growing up that made you feel represented? Mm-hmm. Let's see. A reality star that made me feel represented. 
Somebody that I watch and be like, oh, this bitch is me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, think. I, don't, I don't think so. I'm trying to just make sure I ain't lying now before I go in now. <laughs> um, I'm just going through all that thing. No. Mm-mm. Never. How do you think you would have fared on your favorite reality show? How, how do I think who? How do you think you would have done on your favorite reality show? Like, if you could have been on the Bad Girls Club, one flavor of love, although I think you deserve better. But uh, <laughs> if you could have been on your favorite reality show back in the day, how do you think you would have done? Um, I think back in the day, um, I would have been a ghetto bitch fighting. Everyone, I probably would have got sent home from the Bad Girls Club because I definitely didn't mind the drama or mess. Um, I probably would have lost in Flavor of Love because I would have been beating up hoes. And um, I would have not really been like on that because I don't like competing, especially when the other bitch in the room might get jealous, so I might get mad. Um, but yeah, that would have been it. So back then, but if I was like, if I was to be on them shows now, Bad Girls Club, like I probably, I probably wouldn't even fight. I'd probably just be checking hoes, and then if a bitch gets one on one hands, then whatever. But I don't think I probably wouldn't fight because my words usually get the job done. Um, and as far as a dating show, um, probably still the same. I probably, I, I probably still would lose because I wouldn't want to compete. I would just kind of be in there like showing who I am and what is going on. But I wouldn't be in there trying to like fight niggas and do all that shit. I'd be on some real like pretty pretty shit. Like, mm. so Bobby, I love you. Per season two, you're not gone. No, I got a man. I'm okay. Word. Well, mm. I mean, most of the dudes on Bobby, I love you. Per were allegedly straight. So <laughs> get the bag, sis. No, I'm joking. But okay. um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Being that you're on a reputable reality show, let's jump into that. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me about what made you decide to go out for Stylish and what the casting process was like for you. Um, going out for Stylish was pretty simple because me and JT were already on um, the set it off cast together. So she already knew how I gave it up. Um, mm-hmm. And then the set it off cast where I was supposed to be a main cast member, something ended up going on with the production and the EP and all of that mess, and I ended up not being on the show. Um, and none of my Who asked you walk down to the set it off set? <laughs> um, unfortunately, I didn't whoop anybody's ass, and that was really the problem. I thought that would have been the reason I had got kicked off or removed, which is why I didn't whoop nobody's ass. Um, I was removed over outfits because I, I didn't want to switch the colors because we had already I had already purchased my outfit that was everything together. It was like two hundred and seventy five dollars, but nails, hair, makeup, shoes, purse, all that other shit that I needed to go along with, I almost spent over five hundred dollars. And then they wanted to change the color, so I would have had to potentially be doing that all over again. I did not have the money at the time to you know get a new outfit, so it kind of went from there. And, um, you know, I was removed from the project because I didn't want to get a new outfit. Because um, I couldn't. So, 
um, when JT, of course, started her own show, she was like, well, bitch, you can definitely come over here and, you know what I'm saying, you'll be able to show everything that wasn't shown here, because it was, it was really shysty and petty as fuck, but it is what it is. Um, so seeing that, she was just like, well, bitch, especially then I was dressing down Easter Sun every time I had my looks for special for the episode, so you didn't get to see all my looks, but when you did see me, that outfit was bought specifically for or that was picked specifically for like, you know, so I was given stylish and she liked how what I was bringing, so she was like, would you be on my show? I was like, of course so, you know, she sent me over the paperwork I filled out the paperwork, came to the meetings that was necessary um, and then she finally finalized and let everybody know who was actually making it after meetings and everything, like I said, I knew I was gonna make it because she's seen me already, so I kind of I, I, it was, I just followed it to be, you know, a team player and humble. But I knew I was going to be on it because I was like, she's seen me already. She knows what it's going to give. Did you have any apprehensions jumping back into reality TV after that experience? Which said it all? Yeah, she, we battled about it for a long time because she instantly wanted me in it. And I first said it all lot, and she would be like, well, I really want you in it. You know what I'm saying? We kind of would go back and forth and she would just explain to me how this time it would be different. But I was really crushed because I had studio sessions, performances, like um, photo shoots, all type of shit that was supposed to be shown through the season and it's not. Um, so, you know, I was really over it and felt like my time was wasted. Um, you know, like I said, doing all of that and um, all that filming and all that stuff since the very beginning, I'm literally in everything. Like, if they if they have shown the footage the proper way, I would be in every single scene. So, um, you know, it's cool. And I just didn't want to redo that whole thing again and then something stupid happens like that. But, you know, we had our talks and everything and we all good. So I, I I did feel a little shaky, but now I'm cool. Shout out to Miss JT, and if she is wrangling the girls and getting all y'all together, and if she is whipping you, helping in the shape, and she said y'all gonna be stars if it kills you, damn it. Absolutely. Shout out to her. My bitch ain't now, <laughs> I love her. Now, what did you sign on to show the audience on Stylish coming back into reality TV? What do you think your main intention was going back into reality television? Um, I definitely wanted to show me. Um, still, that was the main key point. Make sure that everybody knew who I am, what I'm about, how I get it down, how I'm coming, show how I dress, you know, how I give it up, things like that. Um, and that I'm not just this messy ass bitch that can hand out reads. Okay. Love that. Mm-hmm. Because in the first show, it looked like I'm just a messy ass bitch handing out reads. So in this one, my approach <laughs> will let me show bitches, like, still who I am. Cause I will hand out a read, but I'm not no messy at all. And y'all will be able to see how shit transpires versus, you know, um, just being thrown in. Of course. Now, how was this filming process different for you from going through, you know, your current situation and was it more comfortable for you going into it or did you have to adapt to the process of being on camera all over again? 
Um, it was still easy um, to do because after so many photo shoots and video shoots, you kind of get accustomed to the camera. So it's like, okay, cool. So I know to not look at it, look away, look down. Even when I'm speaking to a camera, speak away from it like somebody standing behind, you know, little shit like that. Like, um, so I just use what I know. And I also did media production in high school. So I kind of have the knowledge of recording. So um, always been comfortable. Um, my, my thing is just making sure that I'm exuding all confidence and looking good and feeling good um, at all times on camera. And I feel like I also did that from what I've seen so far. Uh, this thing pausing for a long time. Hello? Oh, if you saying something, I can't hear you. Is my thing turned up? Hello? Sorry about that. Hello, you're fine. <sighs> Something's going on with my Wi-Fi right now, and I just got disconnected. My bad. Hey, yo, we had but, a disconnection. Yeah. But um, how familiar were you with your cast before filming this show? Because we know that you already knew Miss JT from your other um, from your other series. How familiar were you with the rest of the cast? Um, I've seen them... Um, around because of course a lot of them model for JT's um, FY talent um, FY models so um, I kind of seen them around of course I knew Kid Fro or Fro um, Akari we're, we're cool um, yeah but I, I pretty much knew all of them and had like already spoke or acquainted myself with them from like um previous gatherings. Dope. <laughs> Absolutely dope. Now how did you become connected with FY models specifically? Um that is with JT of course and then Fro. Um they seen well Fro has seen me perform one time at I believe it was Tremel's um release party. And he had told JT about me just before we had got close. And then when I finally met her, I was doing a different performance and they both were actually there. And that's kind of how we start getting kind of intertwined. They put me on to um, this guy named Sean, who is my manager. And he also got two other things going on too. But once they did that, that's when... Um, things started to kind of move in for me and I signed the contract to FY Talent and everything. There we go. So, speaking of your cast, what percentage of your cast mates at this point going through this process would you say are your actual friends or would you say are just your co-workers at this point? Mm, it's giving co-workers for some but friends for most or connections with most I'll say okay 
do you have a dynamic that you prefer? Do you prefer to go through this reality TV process with people that you're actually friends with? Or do you prefer to just kind of clock in, show up, do your job and go home? Absolutely. Go home. Do your job. Get back to work. Go home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Now, without giving too much away, what do you think the hardest thing has been for you to film this season? Um probably trying to trying to get my manager to film. Mm. With me specifically, because he's getting on my nerves. Not get on your nerves, Chad. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think the most fulfilling thing for you to film has been this season that we're gonna say? Um, recording my music video that just had came out, Vogue. Nice, congratulations! Thank you. It's nice. You should. You gotta go see it when we get down. Oh, absolutely! Ten million percent. Now, how do you think? that your show stylish this show that that you're on now how do you think this show stands with and stands apart from the other shows in this in this web reality space mm. okay ask that question again how do you think this show stylish is going to stand with the other shows in this web reality space and and how do you think that the show is going to stand apart okay <laughs> i want to say this show is going to be more i have to look i have to make sure that my answer wasn't going to be like shady so i have to hit a question again <laughs> <laughs> This show is going to be, and this is no shame, this show is going to be more so, I believe, pushed onto what people are doing and how they're doing it in their careers and actually the work and the drama they deal with within their careers. Like okay, the issues you have getting a feature, the issues you have getting your feature to show up on time before the slide, like, you know, different shit like that, getting into it with the person in the studio, like different shit like that. It'll be shown instead of stupid ass beefs. It'll be actually beefs about work. Like, oh, you were supposed to do this at the event. You didn't do it. And now this was left out of the event and it fucked up the experience. Like, it, it's shit like that going on. Like, yeah like it's not pointless stupid shit happening it's like yeah you know like okay they they actually got something they talking about they arguing about the work or they debating about the work or you know shit like that I feel like that's the difference other shows cater to the drama too much (laughs) facts even though the facts are shady go off um (laughs) What do you think you're most looking forward to seeing unfold as the season begins to air? What I want to see unfold is definitely going to (laughs) be 
I won't say names, but two characters are currently trying to get to an understanding of, I guess you could say, responsibility within the business. Um, And I just want to see how that's going to unfold and what resolution they're going to have to either move forward together or not. Because people have been blocked and all type of stuff. So I would just want to see, like, once... If it's if they do actually, you know, be able to have a conversation, coexist and get on one accord to make the endeavor happen, and shit, see where they could what they could do. Like I said, no, my man, he got a lot of stuff going on. He got the pay to play, which is his brand, and then he got the Dream Queens, which is his like models and like bottle like homeschool all type of shit. Um, and of course, you know, Fro has more of the like just the models. So, damn, I just said I wasn't gonna give the names up. I wasn't gonna say anything, but I, but like I couldn't stop you. I was like, <laughs> okay, stay tuned, children. Stay tuned. Damn, <laughs> here I am giving out. <laughs> Some <I'll> edit this out. <laughs> Oh, child. But let me cut back to music really quick because there is something that I want to ask you. What's the realest thing you've ever written? Um, The realest thing I've ever written was heard. No, I lied. The realest thing I ever released were written was Stampede which was over the Biggie um it was over the Biggie beat um the you know very well juicy yeah juicy um so it was to that beat and um I really just talked about shit the struggles that I've been going through like the way people judge and not even just on the gay level just like shit you did in high school like fighting and being ghetto and ratchet and shit people like still judge you for that shit and expect you to still be that and you know don't want to um take you serious when you show that you you know actually taking a stand to be better they don't always be so receptive to it but it ain't about them you know you don't do it for them you do it for you and um I wrote that shit in 2018 when I first first started rapping so you know it was like it's a special song to me because shit that was another song that really showed me like oh bitch you can you can hang in there and you and you verse I have I, I did like a pop like song I did like um that type song like a message type song and then you know first tried like the club shit which in my opinion I'm still working on but like message type shit um I feel like I do I, I'm, I'm cold with that nice so what do you think the moment is going to be when you're going to feel like you quote unquote made it as an artist? Um, I feel like I've made it as an artist once. Um, I'm able to, you know, see a nice number of people listening and respecting my music. Even if it's like 20 people, like I feel like, okay, great. I'm successfully doing some, I'm touching people like, you know, if you can get a solid 10 people, you can get 10 more people. And then 10 more people, and 10 more people. You know, 10 more people, 10 more people. The next thing you know, you got all of these people that fuck with your music. Um, 
and they they get the message it does something for them um that's what i want all right i fucks with that what has reality tv taught you about people a bunch of raggedy ass bitches god <laughs> damn <laughs> <laughs> no but um it just showed me that you know people do a lot for cameras um, a lot of people really don't be having nothing going on. And so they try to fabricate a lifestyle for the camera so they can have relevancy on the show. Um, and, you know, people don't have their own personality. They try to, you know, um, mimic um, people that they already know are good, which never works. But, hey. Um, right. God bless the children. <laughs> right, but uh, you know, and in a good note, I learned that you know people um, are trying to live out their dreams, and you know, not be a regular regular person. They want to try to see if they can get in touch with the millions and billion dollars, but doing nothing and little shit. So that's a good okay. thing. You cleaned that up at the end. That was very sweet. And <laughs> <laughs> with something positive. Absolutely. See, your mama taught you right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can, look, oh, I realized, I was like, oh, that might have been kind of mean. <laughs> caught it in the middle. Be like, oh, I am reading the girls. Let me comment. Okay, look, I didn't tell them to read. I just meant to do a little skim. You know, just a little something. You know, just skim through. Not a full read, but just a skim. Now, on the flip side of that, what have you learned about yourself from experiencing reality TV versus just watching it. I'm a abrasive ass bitch. Like, ooh, child. Anyway. I be having a goddamn bad Like, I be on third sometimes. And then people be like, and like, I never understand. Like, I can come off strong, especially if I feel strong about it. But I did, like, on the first show I'm on, I, they put a messy part on there with me and the boy getting into it. And you, I actually did learn that I am an elevated person. Like, I start off really cool, comic collective, and say what I'm saying. And then, after you keep on, keep on keeping on and keeping on, then that's when the abrasive, unapologetic blunt bitch come out. Like, okay, girl, well, I just told you that your ass was retarded, and now you're acting stupid, so now you dumb and stupid and retarded. And Like, but at first I was like, you know, you're not doing this right. You know, I can definitely help. You know, I can definitely treat you as the right way. And you know, I'm trying to find out, like, okay, well, it's multiple ways to do it. Like, well, bitch, you're doing it wrong. And you're putting it on my nerves. Like, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's me, though. But, you know, I've been trying, like, you know, when you know yourself, you work on it, and then you try to, like, you know, better it. So, me seeing that, let me know, like, oh, sometimes I can't be, like, a little bit of a crazy little bitch, but you know, can't we all? So that's listen. I'm trying not to say too much when it comes to reality TV because you know there's a chance y'all may or may not be seeing me at some point. Who knows? But I ain't gonna say too much. But um, yeah, they did child. I just I don't. Let's just say that that that, that I I'm I'm interviewing you all for a reason. 
I'm interviewing you all for a reason. And and hopefully, if the right blessings land in my lap, I will have learned something from these conversations and not get on TV and show my entire Black and Panamanian ass. Right. Some oh. Black and Panamanian? <laughs> Hello. You know, put on for the heritage and whatnot. Um, what does the person you say today, album number two in the works, on the way, Hawk season coming, new reality show, new platform, new story, new journey. What do you tell the person today that is just starting out in the choirs, in the schools, you know, doing the things of the things? What do you tell your younger self coming into this situation today? I tell my younger self, child, these hoes is not your friends. Fuck their opinions. You about to be doing shit that's about to have everybody that's been talking so much shit on your dick. So, girl, just pay these hoes dust. Get through school. Love what you're doing while you can. Because the bills is coming. And once the bills come, girl, everything going to be work. Everything. Everything, even the fun shit. Everything. <laughs> Hello. Because people always try to say, you know, as long as you're doing something that you love, you'll you'll never work a day in your life. And to that, I call bullshit. Absolutely. I call complete bullshit. Because do you love what you do? Absolutely. But but is it work? 10 million percent. Especially if you want to be successful doing the shit that you love. Like, if you want to make a living doing the shit that you love, oh, it's going to be work. Like, if you want to actually, like, if you want to do it as a hobby, then just go ahead and do your love, Jones. Go to the open mics and kick it at the clubs and do all of that. But if you actually want to, like, make something of yourself doing what you love, oh, it's work, babe. It's going to be work, babe. Like, it's probably going to be more enjoyable work than anybody else. Like, like you'll probably enjoy it more than working at the Family Dollar. But still, a lot of work. Child, because children don't want to work, honey. Ask Kim Kardashian said, honey, get your fucking ass up and work. Okay? <laughs> Nobody wants to work anymore. Okay? Y'all flame her down for that. Get your ass up and work. Get your fucking ass up and work. Like, and I was like, why y'all so mad at Kim for saying that? Some of y'all need to get y'all fucking asses up and work, honey. At, after COVID, nobody wanted to go back to work, honey. Y'all was riding off of that unemployment. You know what pisses me off is I didn't get none. And what really pisses me off more about not getting none is the fact that they just now, two days ago, sent me my appeal talking about it was denied. I'm like, bitch, this shit was in 2020. How the fuck y'all gonna deny my appeal? It's 2020, motherfucking too, bitch. Load her back up. Load bitch, her back up. you would've up. been destitute and dead by the time you got that damn appeal denied, honey. Y'all, I would refile it just for the fuck of it at this point. Maybe I'm gonna like Absolutely. by 20, 24, they'll approve it and then your ass won't need it and then you might get caught up like like Big Frida. So you may, you, let's recent, let's circle back on this and think about it. Mm-mm. I'll get caught up. Did she go to All jail? All right. Huh? Did she go to jail? Um, almost. Uh, as, long as, she, as long as she didn't go, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it. Right, they're making, they making it hard to get they making it easy to get everything but money you ain't fucking lying though no shade 
child. It's bitches like you that make it hard for women like me. Ooh, child. Now, and, and dead ass. How do you want to be remembered? You know, I haven't thought of that, but it, but you know, if, if, say today, if I wanted, if I like that, after they had on to be remembered, um, I just want to be remembered as a bitch that stood in the truthness of what it was, and you know, never sugarcoated, never, you know, played, and was upfront. You knew what to expect. It was never no games or gimmicks. You know, that type of girl. Um, and I was actually talented, you know, coming from the hood, trying, especially if I don't make it yet. Like if it was today, like if I had to remember today, I'd be upset. Like bitch, no, he was a go getting ass hoe. He was a hustling ass bitch. But you know, musically, if I was to get up in there and then have to answer this question, I definitely want to be remembered as a um, lyricist that was versatile enough to be able to, you know, come in and do whatever was needed, pop, rap, country, R&B, whatever the fuck, reggae, rock, everything. Um, Cause I love music and I feel like I have the ability to, you know, shit, crunk over. Love that. Now, I, now I know that as a rapper, as people who write raps, you know, writing our own raps is very important. But however, I do like to this question just to see where the girls' heads and, and you know where their pens are at. If you could write a verse for any rapper or singer for that matter, since you sing too, if you could write a verse for anybody, who would it be? Okay, now I can hear you. Oh, you j- uh, uh. Okay, the question was: If you could write a verse for anybody, singer or rapper, who would it be? Let me see. I would have to say absolutely. I could definitely. I feel like write a bomb. As I won't even say like Nicki Minaj, but that's like dream shit. But like, <laughs> if, if I like could write a verse for somebody, like if I could write somebody's music, um, I think I could have Mulatto as a dog. Like she's okay, but if I was writing, like since she's right, if I was writing her music, Mulatto would be a fucking dog. That's okay. nasty. I love that. And I don't like I don't like Mulatto now. I feel like her raps is. Um, just not really hitting for nothing, but um, I think that her delivery is okay. She just needs she needs somebody to write for her that's gonna make her keep that shit rolling. Cause the best she ever rapped to me was on um, what the fuck was that song called? Uh, that sorry not sorry when that girl said Clinko was not Atlanta. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. 
She's fair. What she said, home with a green bandana. We only tell tourists Atlanta. The first black bitch in my city does other than that. Like she had really towed it down, but she never really be rapping like that for real. Or she'll like hype you up with the verse, and then she never like bring you back down. Like she just keep you up there, and then it's like you be waiting to fall, and you never fall. Um, mm-hmm. Her features don't give. Um, and that's no shade. Um, but like for 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 the night, that shit was trash. Um, you know, she just she all around just have not put out a feature that I was just like, oh yeah, Lotto that bitch for features called Lotto. I can I can actually agree with that because it started for me when she did the bitch for the South remix. And mm-hmm. her second verse when the song was trash, I was like, I don't. Okay, whatever. Right. But to me, I haven't loved a lotto joint since No Hook. She put out No Hook, and I feel like, like I miss, like I don't like her trying to chase pop records. I get what she's trying to do, go and get your popcorn and all of that. But I miss hungry Clayco lotto. Yeah really miss that but my last question for you before I release you back into the wild <laughs> where can we find you and all the things that you want to promote when should we be looking for Hawk season 2 do I need to leak it what's the tip okay so first and foremost y'all gotta make sure mm-hmm. That y'all check out the video that just dropped between me and Bus Clown. That is on YouTube. You can search Bus Clown uh, Vogue featuring Tell It and it'll go ahead and pop up. Or you can just type in Tell It and then click on my stuff and it'll be under the videos. Um, well, how about this? I will include the link to the video in the description of this episode so they can click it right from here. That would be so amazing. I will do that right now. So I will add it in my notes. Follow me on Instagram at T E L I D underscore. Okay. It's somebody named Tell It D, right? But his name Tell It. But he, um, his name is Telly. T E L I. And then his last name start with a D. So his name on Instagram okay. is Tell It. And I've been begging him, like, can you please, like, let me have that name? <laughs> and he won't let me. And he will not let me have it. And he don't even pose. I hate that. Yeah, I'm like, can you be detailing? Okay. Like something. Anything. I'm just like, oh my God, look up the name Telly. Y'all gonna be cool as fuck. That girl, who the fuck is it? Uh, look, I'm gonna start reporting this page in a minute. Uh, oh, oh. Nah, damn. Okay. Oh my word. Well, honey, we'll start a petition t- to get you your name back, honey, so you can have your full Tina Turner fantasy. Please. So do. you can have your Shakana Joe life. Please, because I just want my full name. That's it. That's all. Nothing major. Nothing major. Nothing major. <laughs> Okay, the last thing I just want to share with y'all, because I'm a big animal lover before I go. Um, last, last night, I was drunk, 
leaving the club and um I was pulling up to the weed man. Okay. And um out of nowhere it fucking raccoon. No, it was a possum. This possum comes running full fledged across the street. Now it was nothing I could do. I hit it. Ran it over. Smashed it. Oh my word. So obviously I kept going because I was like, oh my God, it's a possum. I'm not getting out. So riding back past it, I just wanted to see the damages. Child, oh, it was bleeding from the head, child. I was like, damn, I didn't crack the fucking stuff. Jesus. Crack the fucking stuff. So that was my traumatizing story. Um, I'm still a little shaken up, but I'll get through it. My condolences. Thank you. Let's take a moment of silence for Patricia Possum. Patricia Possum. Rest in peace, darling. Okay. So what you getting into <laughs> for the rest of the look, what you getting into for the rest of the day? Child, I'm getting ready to hop off of here and try to ignore my damn eight-year-old and her cousin because she's still out of school and I'm ready for her for her ass to go back and I don't have anything else planned for the day so I'm not trying to do shit personally so I'm finna go find me something to eat and then I'm finna go and find me a quiet space to not be called upon for anything come on quiet space yes god I'm finna be in my own little corner in my own little chair that I'm finna be very that Okay. Honey, bless the children. But I pop the corn to feed the children. Okay? (laughs) Shake the dice and steal the rice. Right here. Okay. Now, on that note, that has been our show, children. I appreciate every single one of you guys for for tuning in. Thank you for being here. And I want to extend a special thank you and an open invitation back to my guest, Tell It, Tell It Vision, if you're nasty, for blessing the podcast. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime you need me. Because I didn't twice forgot that I was on the podcast. I just want you to know. Two times. Like, I felt like I was on the phone talking to my good Judy. And we was just sitting here like two times. I did that. I was like, okay, let me get together. I'm like, bitch, let me clean it up. Bitch, I'm on a podcast. But that's exactly what this show is made for. Like, I want the show to feel like you're just on the phone talking to your homie and you just tell me your life story. Oh, well, that's exactly what the hell it felt like. I had to get it together a couple times. I used to look, you heard me. I forgot, I'm I'm answering different shit. JT calling my name. I'm like, ah, all in the back (laughs) and shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Come on, hold on. Shout out to her. Hey, JT. Love you. Okay. Shout out to her. That's my girl. Okay. 
but yes mission accomplished that's the biggest compliment that you could have gave me was that you had a good time and that it didn't feel like you were in a formal interview setting because I don't want you to feel like you won the view I didn't like I didn't feel like I had to answer something a certain way but I didn't I, I felt like okay period like you know we're doing this and it's done and I will definitely come back you can call me anytime at this point we can have phone conversations so I really thought we was on the phone even, even my man asking he's like you, want, you, you still doing the interview I'm like mm-hmm. I'm like this the interview child <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to JT. Shout out to your man, Sonny. We would definitely have you back. And please do not be a stranger because we homies at this point. Absolutely. So you're a friend of the show. We we, 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 we we can totally be friends in real life. Please feel Absolutely. free to hit me up. Hell yeah. And um, look, sometimes we can go live and have little mini chit chats about shit because, you know, we had was, we was going in. And we had like, what's yes. your sign? Virgo. Oh, okay, Furia. I'm a Sagittarius. Ooh. That means we work well together. Mm -hmm. What is your man's sign? My man's sign is a Gemini, which is crazy. Yeah, crazy. (sighs) Well, I can't talk. My man is a Scorpio, child. See? We both in the same boat. Same damn boat. Same fucking boat. How do we do it? I don't know, child. Well, I know how we do it, child. We just we just make sure we always have a lighter with with a full fluid, and you know that's the um, strength of our strong black women ancestors, child. Absolutely. Okay. In the name of Michelle Obama, honey, she just said, honey, that was a good ten years that I couldn't stand my damn husband. So. Mm-hmm. I think we'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Like, my mama but always yes. says, every time I call her and tell her I'm going through something with him, she always be like, y'all will get through it. It's okay. I be telling her the shit be going on. She be like, it happens. I'm like, girl, what? It I'm does. Like, I'm like, really? I'm like, look, I'm ready to ask questions. So, dad has? <laughs> right. Like, wait a minute. So, you and daddy went through this? Mm-mm. Boy, this is about me. Mind your business. <laughs> okay, right. Now I'm getting red. Damn boy. You know what? Anytime you want to go live, let me know. See what I'm doing. I will be happy to go live, child. Because I don't really do it just because I be off doing other shit. And I feel like I don't really do lives by myself anymore. It's just not as fun for me. But if I'm with somebody else, oh, I'm totally down to eat days. So hit me up, child. Absolutely. Well, you know what? We'll pick a topic and we'll just go in. And, you know, my friends, they love doing shit like that. So they be the call and, like, try to join in and get a little peace. And, yeah, it'll be real cute. Absolutely, child. Let's kick it. Because now I got me a little, you know, fake set up now, child. I got me a little, you know, spot in my room. I got me a little curtain in the back. I'm looking slightly fancy. Not really, but, you know, whatever. But, yeah, child, let's do it. Absolutely. Well, you just let, well, like I said, I'll let you down and then see when you're free. And then we could just schedule it and just have us a bad bitch fiesta, um, have a drink, all of that, yes, all God. of that. Yes, God. So, we, so all of you guys, make sure you guys stay tuned for that. Make sure you stay tuned for the episode. Stay tuned for, for the live. Stay tuned when, when Tele comes back on the podcast. Absolutely. And I want to remind you guys before we go to be real, stay in reality, and always 
bring the realness. I am Sean Ellis Rogers. This has been Real Reality Realness. And I put the mess in the message. So until next time, I love you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Misbehave yourselves.